Welcome to the Beef Up After Party. What up? Can we, you just talk us through what's about to happen here? Carnage. I'm not a big drinker, so this could get interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry if this microphone wears. Am I supposed to be serious or not on this? So it'll be basically be the same system. The same system, but, but with ours. Yeah. The total web meltdown. Okay, long story short, basically we screwed it up. Because this festival hasn't broken me enough. Oh, f it, motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> So the other half of the organisational powerhouse that forms BFOP every year is Matt Crummins. Matt is running some workshops this year as well. So we had to catch up with him, couldn't leave him out and chat with him to get a bit of an idea of what he was doing for the festival this year. So Matt's doing a couple of interesting ones. He's doing Shoot the Moon because... The moon, let's be honest, isn't that easy to get a good shot of. So Matt's going to walk us through how we do that, which is good, especially when these supermoons come around. And Matt will also be doing what he loves doing every year, what he's super passionate about, which is wildlife photography. That's Matt's bread and butter. It's the reason that he is a photographer. It's what he loves doing more than anything. So that will be a fantastic one to get along to. Matt's been all over the world shooting wildlife, and he is amazing at it. So make sure you get along to that one as well and don't forget to get onto matt's website to check out some of the wildlife photography and also all the other stuff he does underwater stuff he does astro he does landscape matt does a bit of everything so jump on to mattcrummensphotography.com.au to check out all his work so let's catch up with matt all right we're back with the other half of the brains behind beefop matt Crummins. some would say the better half someone say so, some would who I, I probably just me to be honest. I know I've heard you say that before. Yeah, I've definitely heard you say that before. Nikki's here with us as well, but we're talking to Matt. We're grilling Matt about his workshops this year. Now you do so many workshops on so many topics outside of BFOP. Do you do you ever get confused and present the wrong things? Uh, all the time, all the time. So do you know what you're presenting at BFOP this year? Yeah, well, we did just do a quick recap. So, yes, I'm now aware of what I'm presenting at BFOP this year. Um, you know, the thing with with, the, with all these workshops, though, whilst, yes, I do get confused on topics, I, I feel as though photography is one of those things where if you've got a good enough base knowledge of things, everything crosses over. There's no one genre of photography where you go, oh, the, this is the, the style or the settings or the whatever. Like, there's not that many variables in photography, really. So, I think I kind of feel as though, um, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're teaching. It's all, in a way, it's all the same. So, it's just a cookie cutter approach i wouldn't say cookie cutter approach i'd say it's like a thoroughly <laughs> knowledgeable you know um screw you <laughs> <laughs> i feel like, i feel like you i feel like you're downplaying people's life work yeah i oh, think no, that's no, no, that's 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 you know what it's, oh, that's no, not that no, no, no. there's it's a difference just... in creativity i'm not saying that i'm saying from a setting from what you're going to teach in a oh. workshop there's a huge difference in between someone being and this is why i teach a bit of everything so i'm not very good at anything so auto so, can work in um, any situation yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying that, but yeah, exactly. Mm. So what did you teach last year? Uh, last year, I did a Lightroom workshop mm -hmm. and I did wildlife up at the wildlife park. Uh, well, it's not a wildlife park. It's like a deer park. Deer and emu park. That's with other animals as well. Um, it's basically a zoo with a cafe kind of. Okay. Um, and so I ran that last year and I think I did something else maybe. I can't remember. It was a long time ago a long and time I ago, consumed a, a lot, of, lot of beer. A lot of drinks. Last year, I did know, yeah. and you were even—I think you—you you did—you saved someone from a roaming mob with 
torches and pitchforks at some oh, point as yeah. well, didn't we? Late one night. I nearly forgot about that. Yeah, that was on um like the Saturday oh. night or something. Yeah, we had like there was like a whole yeah like wild goose chase through the streets, and we ended up heart, like um yeah taking in a a random backpacker into our little caravan for like half the night. It's like witness protection or something. It, yeah, it was basically, yeah. That was, it was anyway. actually quite a lot of fun in a lot of ways. I mean, it was, yeah. It was, it was different and it was interesting. So this year, what can we expect from the jack of all trades this year? I have got one on shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you might get a star. Oh, um, and yeah, I know, Nick, you so like that sweet. name, don't you? Just oh, <laughs> warms my heart. So um, the moon is something that frustrates me to no end because every time there's a full moon, people get all like, not full moon, a super moon. They're like, oh my God, super moon. And then you see the next morning, a whole bunch of people have photoshopped burritos into the background to make it look like it's the size of the planet. Um, so we're going to be talking about um, how to shoot the moon because uh, it is something a lot of people struggle with, even knowing once you know how to do it, you're like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, I want to sort of bust some of those um, those challenges for people. So we'll talk about you know, what you need in terms of gear because that is a big component. Um, we're going to talk about the settings and why you would use particular settings. We're going to talk about a little bit of how to, how to edit those photos as well, as well as um, you know when you see those really cool kind of silhouettes of subject matter in front of the moon, so you know like a, a crow cawing into the night. Um, we're going to talk about how to achieve those shots um, or you know, in some cases how to not achieve those shots but recreate them uh, later on. Um, we will cover some astro as well, so some basic astro, but we're not going to have the, the, the focus is more on the moon and then, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely go into some astro stuff. Okay. So it's not just get a 400mm lens and zoom right in and fill the whole frame with the moon. And Well, this is the funny thing. It's not that simple. So moon shots, um, there's a whole range of reasons, everything from you know people trying to focus on the moon, that's actually quite difficult. Um, the other thing that people really struggle with is settings because you don't, if, if you don't have a really thorough understanding of how your camera behaves in, in any of the semi-automatic modes, so your shutter aperture priority modes or manual mode, um, your camera is going to botch that every time. You're going to end up with this really bright blob of nothing in the middle of a very dark sky. Mm. So if anyone's ever achieved the blob of nothing in the middle of a dark sky, this could be the You're place perfectly to be. set for this workshop. Mm-hmm. I ran this the other night with my workshop group. So I run Matt's Mob Sunday sessions and I ran this session and in the last, oh, that was about two and a half, well, two weeks ago, yeah. So it was two, two Sundays ago. And it was probably one of the... Um, the more popular or the most popular um, sessions that I've run. And since then I've had probably like 20 or 30 people post moonshots on our group. And you can see this gigantic shift because they're suddenly understanding why things were going so badly wrong. So I've practiced this one, which is kind of unusual for me. That's good to hear. That yeah. is good to hear. I'm surprised how Nick's being as quiet as he is. He's just impressed with me. He's just sitting there in awe. I guess like, he's, wow, looking, I I guess he's like looking for holes to poke at, but he just maybe he can't he's, find it. He's, he's not left himself open, unfortunately. No, I know the technique. I know how to do podcasts when you're involved. You just keep talking, <laughs> make sure you can't get a word in, and then I'm safe. It's it's actually a defensive defensive podcasting tactic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't breathe just keep talking don't breathe don't breathe that's it you should see me play, play a didgeridoo you know how you just like recycle the breathing you just can keep going and going and going that's how i podcast um wildlife do you want to say something nick I, well I, no I, the, the original jump in on this the original the the genuine original idea for this on the first bfop was uh, he had some teddy bears and stuffed animals he was going to use so i'm just intrigued <laughs> how this is going in in iso because yeah well, well yeah because well, i know i know i know there's been you know, there's been certain wildlife competitions where 
domestic animals have been the subject and they've won and that's been a point of contention. So how are we Never. getting wildlife involved? Yeah, well, so you're right. And so the first year I went to run this at BFOP, um, because we didn't really have access to a lot of wildlife and there's nothing worse than trying to get a group of people to photograph a running dog, um, I was going to get a an animal onesie and be the wildlife, um, you know, but that didn't sort of come to fruition. Um, unfortunately, in ISO, I've also not done that. So there'll be no me in a onesie uh, this time around, unless I can organize something in the next few days. Um, I've got a bear but- one that I could lend you if you want. <laughs> Just shoot it across. You could be a bear. What would you mean a bear one? You hardly need a bear one. You weren't sort of born. You were what knitted. You, what are you trying to say? <laughs> that's it. You know, when you have to, like, yeah, when you get to summer and you need to shave your entire body to stay cool, that's that's when you know that you're uh, you're in Wes's world. Um, it gets cold. So, it gets cold down here. All right? It's cold. Um, so the thing with the wildlife, right? So I've been running these online uh, classes. Not I won't call them workshops or courses, but online classes um, since ISO began. So doing multi-week classes. And one thing I've found that's really interesting is um, we're always really keen to get out there and do hands-on workshops, and that makes a lot of sense. However, there are some topics that are actually better done in this format because you can talk people through diagrams and notes, um, and a lot more. I guess you can have a lot more um, theory behind it which is very important in wildlife photography you know it's not just about getting out there and taking great shots the problem is wildlife photography if you're trying to take a picture you're relying on all these settings and ideas coming together at the exact moment that the wildlife is actually there you don't often get to hang out with it for a long time so this workshop is very much um theory driven but i think um we're going to be talking wildlife in terms of birds we're going to be talking about um you know land animals um i'll touch on a bit of underwater wildlife as well um we, we were in tonga a couple of years back um diving with the humpbacks um so i'm going to cover this whole gamut of different wildlife and the the logic and rationale behind settings um you know what you might choose why you might choose it I'm going to talk a lot about um the moment as well so how wildlife um is not just about getting a photo of an animal because you know you can just go on wikipedia if you want that um we're going to be talking about how to capture a moment and the difference between a really great wildlife shot that people go, holy crap, look at that, versus, oh, that's a nice elephant. You know, How do you get the story into your shots? We do talk a lot and joke about you being the jack of all trades and doing absolutely everything, but wildlife is something that is that you are a little bit more passionate about than other types of photography, correct? Oh, it's my, like, I would say that that's why I do photography oh. and everything else I kind of do because, yeah, it's a bit of fun, breaks things up, but no, I definitely put myself in the wildlife camp. Yeah, and you've been all over the world with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, not this year, but no, yeah. No, not obviously. Not, mm. Probably don't. Yeah. And he gets invited to the Melbourne Zoo Christmas party. He's like a member of staff there. <laughs> gets invited as, as an exhibit. I'm going to bring Wes next time as my plus one. They'll be like, put him back in the cage. <laughs> I think that's going to be a lot of fun, that one, I think. Uh, and look, we're going to be involved, obviously, in some of the um, – we'll be – me and Nick are actually hosting. We haven't mentioned this. Each day we'll be hosting like a welcome to BFOP session um, before the entire event kicks off for the day to, to sort of cover off a little bit about what's going on for the day, what you might want to tune in on. Probably a good opportunity if you ask questions as well um, around what's happening uh, in the chat box there um, and enjoy a coffee with us. Or a beer. Or a beer. <laughs> yeah, it depends whether it's still going from the night before. Okay, so yeah. that's so that's Matt's workshops. And then there's also obviously the, the events on each night, the Never Have I Ever and the story behind the shot. 
Yeah, I'll attempt want, to be there. We attempt to that we want people to come along to. Have you? Oh, we're not telling every. We're not telling anyone yet who's involved. Are we? It's a secret. Well, we'll I'll be there because I'll I'll be at the very least I'll be grilling people and trying mm. to trip them up. Yeah. Yeah, and changing the word randomly as their story goes on. I, I thought I thought you were the word man, Wes. Didn't we volunteer you for this? Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. you're going to hold cool. it up. Thanks. Thank, no, no, no. I appreciate the heads up. Yep, no problem. There's an email chain that went missing. Yeah, Probably yeah. Like I record. thought you were. I thought we had a discussion where you were going to hold it up to the camera. Remember, did we not just oh, talk look, about we loose, this? Look, we loosely mentioned that. I don't think we pointed any fingers at anyone, but I think there was an idea. Now that you said that, you've got me really worried. I feel like we need to call every single person involved in the festival <laughs> and confirm that they didn't think that what we said to them was just an idea. <laughs> it's like, so Tom, you're running a workshop on drones. I didn't. I just. You just said it was an idea. Wait, I mean, what? <laughs> we just we floated that by. That's it. That's it. And the worst part is because he was so boozed on our uh, podcast, he's Ooh, not even going to remember what he committed to. So. Nah. Does he know it's this weekend? I hope so. We'll put yeah. it this way. I know he's not doing anything else. Yeah, okay, good point. So tickets are still on sale. The ticket's going to be on sale all the way up to... Like, yeah, you, you should. You it, can actually buy a ticket halfway through the festival. I was going to say, so, there's, um, there's not going to be a cutoff, is there? No, and if you buy a golden ticket, um, if you've, even if you miss half the festival, you can jump on afterwards So, um, and, and watch the replays. Now, the thing I will say about the replays, though, I just want to kind of, for anyone who's listening, whilst the replays are going to be available after the festival, they might not be available the day of... Um, that they were you know they were recorded um there's probably going to be a few days lag there just because logistically to get 60 or 70 hours of content um online um during the festival is actually quite a challenge so they will be up there but there might be a very short delay um and the way that we've structured it is that um, we're going to anticipate having these available um you know up up leading up towards next festival um so it gives you quite a long time to look back on these and um and revisit them is there any is there any style or facet of photography we're not covering at the festival this year? Mm, well, so, artistic nude. Yeah, I was about to say artistic nude, but then I kind Hold of on, think that, Jess Shepherd. Yeah, Jess has kind of got a little bit of that covered in a way. Um, sort of. <laughs> an artistic nude. <laughs> that might be the one of the after party events. Um, what else? There's just no, you know, so this much is probably variety. the most thorough we've been on a festival in terms so of genres. Much variety. Yeah, we've even got so Anne's um um she's on board. We've we've sort of had late some late additions because um we're sort of just confirming late with with what she's going to do. But she's now doing maternity, newborn, and weddings, which is like we've never done newborn and maternity before. So that's pretty exciting. Mm. Um, uh, she's doing weddings as well. Not that anyone can get married at the moment. Um, well, they can. It's just very like over Zoom. Are we <laughs> remote? Wait, we aren't. No, we haven't. There's no Zoom remote Zoom photography sessions. No, we haven't got anything. How to, um, how to light your webcam properly? Yeah. Although we have been giving Charlie Brown some lessons. Yeah. So um, yeah, because <laughs> he looked like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no, he's uh, so you know we've covered. I think we've covered pretty much everything this year. I mean, when I say everything, I mean obviously there's always things missing, but um, it's pretty more thorough. than we ever have before. Definitely more than we ever have, and it's more events than we've ever put on before. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, cool. Matt. We'll it's see pleasure. you. See you on the weekend. So that's what we can expect from Matt this year. So make sure you check out the schedule. Make sure you don't miss any of the workshops that you want to be involved in. So once again, Matt's doing how to shoot the moon and wildlife photography as well. So 
tickets. As I've always said, tickets are still available. If you don't have tickets yet, jump on to beefoffaustralia.com.au. If you've got some friends or some people you know that you think will get some value out of this or are thinking about coming, tell them to get on, get some tickets so they can not miss out on all the fun that we're going to have this weekend. But we will see you there.